What's up, Weeboos, and welcome back to the Weeboo Podcast. This is episode seven, I believe, of season number two. And we've kind of made our way through all the different genres, and we also did our Mal episode up to this point. And we know we already talked about how we wanted to do like a recap episode on summer 2021 at some point in the middle of the season. But honestly, I don't know about you, Pat, but I don't think there's a lot to talk about on summer 2021. And we're not going to be one of those anime that does a mid-season recap episode, uh, re-life or whatever. And then remake, oh, our, remake life. our life. Remake, remake our life. Remake our life, which is basically the same thing as re-life. So this episode is going to be about i guess characters because pat wanted to talk about characters and specifically waifus so pat why did you want to talk about waifus and what is a waifu for those that don't know what a waifu is because today i just felt like being a degenerate (laughs) but let's get to it waifus are a hotly debated topic between all fans of anime Everyone's got their list, right? And they will hate on other people for their list. And, you know, it's it's almost like a cult. If you're in the same boat as people on your waifu list, it's a, it's like a camaraderie. So, you know, what, what better way to have a fun episode than maybe go into the anime characters that we like. And waifu is really just a female character in anime that it's just an anime character you are attached to in whatever way you want to feel attached to but you know i think of it as someone if i'm gonna go buy a poster and stick it on my wall that's gonna be probably one of my waifu list what about you what do you consider a waifu and you made a good point because honestly if i bashed on someone's favorite anime i think people wouldn't take as much offense to me bashing on someone else's waifu and i I don't know it's kind of funny how protective the anime community is the main female character that they push for and then there's like the opposite side of the spectrum where a female chooses a main male character or a male chooses a main male character that they like and then i think people say that's a husbando (laughs) because that's kind of how it's pronounced in japanese and then but 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 wait so going into this japanese thing waifu isn't a real word in japanese right i'm pretty sure that's not the right word well, there's there's a Japanese word for wife, but the thing with the waifu is if you put Japanese in katakana and then spell that wife, then it turns into waifu. So then it's basically how a Japanese person would say wife, if that makes sense. Okay, because I always thought like a waifu was more of like if there was a fictional character that you'd want to make your wife, that might fall into what a waifu is. I don't know what happened where a waifu got pigeonholed into this anime scene maybe it's just a western audience making it that way but it can be applied to i think other things if you want to make it apply to other things so i don't think it's just pigeonholed to like a fictional character it's just how the western world like kind of coined the term that's fair i think that's fair yeah that's pretty much it but i think in the end it's it's a pretty interesting topic because i do think people are really protective of the waifus that they select but before we get into it just talking about the format of how we kind of put together our, our lists or our specific waifu list. We put together two lists. One is like a garbage list. And I, I don't want to say garbage. I don't want to talk smack. It's not talk, talking smack. It's almost like it. these are the waifus that annoy us or bother us or that we don't understand or something along those lines. And then we put together our actual waifu list in terms of like our top five 
female characters that we personally like. So yeah, it's it's not. I I don't know how you formatted your list, but I didn't format my garbage or trash list in a specific order. It's just like specific characters that if someone told me that that's their waifu, I'm just like absolutely turned off by it. And then my waifu list is actually in like a specific like fifth to first order. So I actually got eleven waifus that i wrote down that i could think about that you know have made an impact on me at some point over the past decade of anime watching and then i also have about like 10 i wouldn't i wouldn't say enemy waifus but just like you said if someone told me that was their waifu i'd have to have a questionable discussion with them yeah exactly and maybe we just go through your list first and just go through all all 10 because you have a lot more than i do and i could just flip through mine really quickly on it to be honest well, I don't think I wanna. I don't wanna bore people with all ten of mine. So you know, we can we can do the top five and bottom five. I think that's fine. And you know, maybe I'll throw out my honorable mentions. Uh, who people who got put down, but you know, they didn't make it into the top five at the end. All right, sounds good. Yeah, let's just go through your list first because I think your list will be more interesting. I honestly think you already know my list because it's just like blatantly obvious. But. Maybe like one or two characters you don't know because you just didn't watch the show. Yeah, I could see that. I'm sure there's people there that I've I've never seen. I think you should know most of my lists, uh, both for the anti-waifus or the divorced waifus and the actual waifus. Yeah, I mean, before we go into it, my prediction is all 11 of the top waifus are all Asuna from Sword Art Online. And that's (laughs) that's the only character that's in the list. And if Asuna's not number one, I'm going to be shook. And I, I I may just leave the podcast. Well, so so Asuna was weird, right? So when I wrote her down, I mean, maybe we'll get into this later. But I had, like, differing opinions about her. I was like, ah, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Asuna season one, Asuna season four. Oh, man, I don't know. The progression of my relationship with Asuna has very has differed each season. Asuna season three and four is like tragic. Yeah, tragic. There's tragedies in some of these Asunas. So I was like, man, do I combine them all? I have to have one Asuna, or do I have to spe- specify Asuna season one or Asuna Einkrad? I think it's fair to specify Asuna Einkrad because she basically becomes a non-existent character at some point. But right, and like they introduce her as like, oh, this female lead. And then she just gets trapped and has to be saved for like three episodes. You want to know why though? You want to know why? It's because Kito pulls some bitches, man. (laughs) And he pulls someone new every single series because he's just OP. Man, this guy, this guy doesn't even pull humans sometimes. It's not, it doesn't even make sense. Exactly. But before we get into your list, is, is there like a trend you saw when you were putting together your list? Because for me, like there's clearly a trend. Yeah, I realized I'm a degenerate. No, just oh, kidding. No. But but I did realize a lot of shonen. That was uh that's what made me a bit a bit like damn. We're heavy in the shonen category out here. That's fair, but even in like shonen, right? There's the super OP kind of very powerful female character lead. Asuna is kind of in that type because she was very OP in that Ironcrad series. And then there's that useless damsel in distress i always need to be saved kind of female character oh no no we we don't like those out here (laughs) i'm sorry for anyone who likes those but we don't like those i i was always liking that side character who plays like the more uh 
sarcastic female character in the show you know the like the chill teammate or the chill side character who's sassy i don't know maybe that maybe that was what i was uh kind of putting down but actually where i noticed more of a trend and it was still hard for me to differentiate this was you know the the bottom of the list the bottom of our tiers right the i don't know what category we want to call it the not so waifus the the not ones I want to see on a daily basis, but a lot of them I couldn't decide like if I hated them because of like their antagonists in an anime or if it's more just like their personality. Most of the time I was like, is it fair to say someone's like an anti-waifu because they're an antagonist? Or does it have to be like a main protagonist or, or a normal character who I just like was like, nah, you're not it. I think there's people that like antagonists because antagonists also have their own like backstory and their own... I guess personality to them but for me personally like in in my like garbage list I don't have anyone that's an antagonist and in my waifu list I don't have anyone that's an antagonist too but like I could totally see people liking them because there are some pretty cool complex characters that are actually an antagonist anyways okay let's just get into your list because you obviously have a lot of people to talk about but all right, you, what do you want to go through first? You want to go through your trash lists, your anti-waifus, or you want to go through your actual waifus? Let's start off with let's start off with the bangers. Let's start off with the anti-waifu list. All right, coming in at like, should we go bottom bottom up? Should we go with my most hated? Yeah. Go, oh no, go 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 from like tenth to first. There gotta be, there's gotta be uh, okay, some build up. Okay. All right, so I'm going to throw uh these these didn't make these are like all the honorable mentions, okay? I'm just going to throw them out there. All right. All right. Beatrice. We all know who that's from. I Wait, hope. Wait, who's Beatrice? <laughs> oh my god, it's because you haven't watched season 2 of ReZero. Oh, wait, no. I know. Okay, I know who it is. I know who it is. She's in season 1. I just haven't seen all of her, I guess appeal <laughs> there's there's little appeal let me tell you that okay all right all right galder seven deadly sins okay i haven't watched seven deadly sins either lucy hartphilia fairy tale okay i also don't watch Nina einstein from uh what's the lucia show uh code geass code geass yeah there oh you go. my goodness all right and then the honorable mention was uh seru ibiquitous I think it's from a comic got kill. She's one of the ants. She's an antagonist. Though. Okay, so all these people basically are the bad people, right? Uh, I mean, Galder's one of the seven deadly sins. Beatrice is a normal person. That's true. Be- well, Lucy Artfilly is a protagonist. I could totally see Beatrice. I can see why she's in the list because she's her voice is so annoying. It triggers me so much. Her voice is annoying. Her character's pretty annoying. Well, like she, eh, she's like kind of important, but. Just kind of important, but like, ah, man, I, I don't know. There's just a lot that bugs me. I mean, obviously in ReZero, right? There are obviously other choices for There's waifus. There's a lot that bothers me in ReZero, yeah. It's very easy to pick someone else because Emilia is is probably on a lot of people's top list. Rem is obviously on a lot of people's top list. I'm not sure about Rem, actually, but... Nah, usually Rem. I think it's usually Yeah, Rem. it's always Rem. It's always Rem. Poor Rem. yeah. Poor Ram. I don't know like the other like three. I know I obviously know the Code Geass one, and I don't know the other three because I didn't. I don't think I watched any of them. 
we don't have to talk too much about them. Maybe I'll just get into my real list and then we can go. All right, all right. What's what's your fifth place then? All right, fifth place is oh, man, I don't even know if you've seen this one. This Hestia from How to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. How not to pick up girls in a dungeon? I know the show. I haven't watched it. All right, let me pull up the character. I'll give you a quick second. Is she annoying? She looks annoying. She's just like pretty goddamn useless. That's my personal opinion. She's like the main. She's like the main goddess of the main protagonist, and I don't know. She just triggers me. Like I just feel like you do nothing except like tell the protagonist you're in love with this guy, and like you try to help him, but like you also are just useless yourself. And I don't know. Just man. Wait. So she's the main female lead, right? She is the main female lead and the main person who likes the protagonist but i don't think she's the main protagonist's love interest in terms of that triangle of the anime is the show a harm uh not really but they do throw a lot of like that fan service in sometimes um it's supposed to be actiony but you know the last season was pretty heavy in the fan service and i don't know hestia just bothered me yeah i mean you you said that you don't like useless characters so it kind of makes sense just a lot of crying, a lot of, a lot of la- lackluster scenes, I guess, in my eyes. It would be pretty funny if we go through your garbage list and someone on your garbage list is on my waifu list. I doubt it. I, I highly doubt it because the next two are, are antagonists. So, you know, I think you probably don't have them. But okay, so the next one, I want to get into it. It's Kirigaya Suguha, obviously from Sword Art Online, our Kirito's cousin. You know, I put this one down because I just, again, it's another, like, who I, who I just feel like is useless. And I think the useless female characters who they do nothing but are just, like, some random love interest or or take up, like, random plot in the story. I don't know. It kind of kind of bothers Suha me. Suha was the main female, though, in season, or I don't even know if it was considered season two, but in the the second arc of the first 25 episodes... Like, she's clearly the main female, though. Yes, yes. But it bothered me. It bothered me. How did we go from Asuna to her? Nah, not was not... And, and you know, I think there's a lot of debate in the community regarding, you know, you just hate someone because they're maybe putting... They're a wall or barrier to the relationship you ship, the couple you ship in your anime. So if you ship some, like, one guy, one female, and then there's this other female or male who is trying to get in the way of that, a lot of people just are anti that person. I don't think this is the case for me. It's just that, I mean, they're cousins, but she's just, to me, useless. I just don't like her personality. I don't like her character. Just not, I'd rather have a strong female lead. I honestly don't remember that much about her, but I don't like her either. She did feel like she was one of the more useless characters, especially because Asuna was so good in season one that it was just like, are we really replacing Asuna with this? And, you know, maybe it's partly the whole el- the elf, like, look. I just hated that entire depiction of the characters. That entire arc is just bad, though. So I, I looked up... Uh, oh, my gosh. I can't even remember her name. I, I only know it as uh, Leafa. But I, I looked her up on Mal just because I'm really bad with, like, actual names. And I only recognize faces. But there's, like, a recent featured article. It's not even, like... It's probably not even recent. But it's like 24 extremely hot anime girls who will blow your mind. And Leafa is on it. And also Hestia is on it. <laughs> what? So there's obviously people that like both of them. Well, I, may- I must have made some enemies right now. No one cares about Leafa. Let's be real. 
<laughs> yeah, no one cares about Leaf. If I was pulling um some packs from uh Weiss Schwartz, I'd be terrified if I got Leafa. Leafa's character design is honestly pretty lazy too, to be honest. It's just not unique. It's like an elf with green clothes, blonde hair, huh? Sounds like Link. <laughs> it's just not it, man. All right, let's keep it moving. So coming in in my number third to the bottom is Malty Melomark from Rise of the Shield Hero. You know, but it's an antagonist. But I just hated her character. Malty. I hated how like. She's the main, she's like the antagonist woman who betrays him. Oh, wait, is she the one that likes the the other hero? The red, she's the red-haired, the uh, the older sister of the, she's like royalty. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I hated her character too, because she's like, what, a, a hoe? And then... <laughs> yeah, and she's like selfish and just like doesn't mind betraying the main character. Ah, man, just bothered me. But she's pretty antagonist, so I was like, oh, is that really fair to hate someone for being like an antagonist? But yeah, I just hated the manipulative behavior of, of her character. And I was like, yeah, nah. But I could see how some people could like her. I don't know. It's like the masochists that will like her. <laughs> yeah, the people who want to be betrayed. Yeah, because she's like, she's just not a likable character. No, she's not. Really not. Okay, I could totally see that. What what's your opinion on Raftalia? Is Raftalia on your list somewhere? No, Raftalia is not on my list. Do you like? Do you hate Raftalia? No, I mean um the waifu list because I think a lot of people actually like her as a waifu. Uh, she's not on my list, but I could see that. I mean, a lot of people really liked Rise of the Shield Hero, right? And Raftalia is like that. I don't know what you call like the nice sidekick who's like helps cheer up the main character and is like always by his side. So. I could see why people would like that. Personally, I'd rather have like her be like a stronger a lead. Yeah, because there's points in the show where she's like the strong lead that helps the main character, and then there's other points in the show where she's like absolutely useless. I like Philo more, even though it's a bird. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but yeah, she kind of falls into that bucket where it's like she's kind of useless. You want to like help her, and then. But yeah, I, I know a lot of people that kind of like her too. She's not on my list, but... All right. I know you haven't seen this show. It's another antagonist. It's Rachel from Tower of God. No, I watched Tower of God. Well, Rachel's terrible. But she's not really a waifu. I just wanted to throw her in there because I hate her. But did you... Have you read the manga? Yeah, I have. Okay, so I don't know what the backstory to Rachel is. I feel like the anime is is too open-ended for me to decide whether she's like a terrible person or not oh yeah i mean that that's fair because it's only been one season and maybe i shouldn't have her in here because like you said I, i've read the entire manga and it just bothered me more and more but you know maybe i can eliminate her and, and have a tell you the tie for last place because i had to put in a tie one as like a joke but because i actually hate her and the other because She's literally useless. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That would be... Okay, so do you want my troll last place, but is maybe secretly my real last place, or like yeah. the, the normal last Give place? Give me the troll one first. All right, it's coming. Drum roll. Haruhi Suzumiya. Okay, I for sure knew it was going to be Haruhi. <laughs> I even contemplated putting Haruhi on here. I was like, okay, Haruhi cannot be anyone's wife. The endless eight episodes it's it's just like 
what like how, how do people like her that much i don't understand it but i also see, can see why people would like her back in like the like the 2000s when there wasn't shows like how to he and there wasn't really any female character shit i guess yeah but i mean if there's there was angel beats there was clanad but like even angel beats right like there isn't like a true waifu. There is Kanade, but then Kanade is kind of yeah, but they're pretty young. Yeah, she's like I don't know. Yeah. She's like a child. So that that's like a whole other issue if Kanade is your <laughs> waifu. No, 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 we don't got her. We don't got her in our waifu list. All right. So what's your real okay. one then? And then um maybe my real last place is probably I mean dude I might want to make some enemies here but or maybe people are gonna agree with me. But Sakura from Naruto just bothers me. I I think that's fair. That's very fair. It comes back to that discussion we had in one of the previous episodes where it's like, how does your character not grow over 400 episodes? She started off pretty useless. And And she ended up a little stronger, but still, I don't know, pretty useless. Yeah. She wasn't one of my favorites just ever, too. Her character is not cringe or anything like that, but it's just you would never ship Sakura with someone. And then the fact that wait, she ended up with spoiler alert Sasuke, right? And then not not cool, man. That's not the dream you should be pushing. You should be you should be using your show. Like if you just keep trying, one day it's gonna work. Yeah, like, but at the same time, right? Okay, another spoiler alert. But like Hinata ends with Naruto, and Hinata just kept trying too. So, I don't know. But a lot of people... Okay, a lot of people hate Hinata, but I think Hinata's actually on a lot of people's waifu list. I think she should be on a lot of people's waifu list. Because... But she kind of... They both fall into the bucket where they're kind of useless, to be honest. And I don't know what it is, that Hinata was more shy and maybe like not as outwardly expressive of her love. Maybe just less annoying is, is the way to put it, right? Throughout the entire series. And you're almost you're almost rooting for her, right? They kind of build the like, ah, kind of rooting for her. Yeah, she falls into the bucket where like you you would want to support her because she just never had like the courage to kind of stand up for herself or to kind of confess to Naruto or make moves because Naruto's also like a bonehead who doesn't really read any signs. Yeah, like it's easy to support Hinata, but Sakura on the other hand is just like completely useless. Her character as a whole is just useless. Yeah, she's just not it, man. Anyways, that wraps up my uh, bottom of the bucket list. All right, we gotta get so to the I top think it's, one. Uh, it's time to no, it's time to go to your bottom of the bucket. All right, my bottom of the bucket. All right, so I I actually um went all out with my list. All right, let me know when you can see that. <laughs> oh man, this guy made a slideshow, guys. My slideshow is obviously better than your slideshow, but. To be to be fair, like my bottom of the bucket is actually very similar to yours. <laughs> so I called my bottom of the bucket my barf list. Banished to alternate reality forever. <laughs> Shadow realm. Because I hate these people. Alright, so my number number five is the same as yours. I and to some degree. I hate Leafa as a character. Leafa as a character is the most <laughs> useless shit ever. Like I hate her. And it's it's borderline incest that's barf. And then two was Ayano? Do you know? Uh, she's like the red, like dragon trainer. I think during Ironcrad, she's like a little Man, girl. Do you just hate all the anti-Asanas? No, the thing with Ayano is like she's like 
10. And then there's like jokes in the show where like Kirito is like looking up her skirt or something when she's lifted up by like plants and or monsters. And I'm not about that lolly barf. <laughs> Banished. And then Sinon or Sinon, I don't even know how to say her name, but I just think her character is just crap. <laughs> I don't like her character at all. I don't like the show. Yeah, she she also triggers me because our friend uses uh, her profile as his fantasy profile picture. Oh, it bothers me. Yeah, I don't like her at all. And then her character design is very whatever. She It doesn't look great. It looks pretty lazy, to be honest. So, yeah, I've, I basically have the same reasoning for the Leafa thing. All right, number four. I know you don't watch the show, but to all the Kahon fans out there, I hate the entire Kahon character list. They're all useless. It's just I don't even want to talk about it that much. It's <laughs> they're every single one of them are useless. It's it's not it's not it. And then three, if anyone ever tells me that their waifu is from V Stars and Haru is their waifu, so Haru is like this main like rabbit character, and then she's pretty much sexualized throughout the entire show. And I could totally see how someone can like say they like them because of that but if anyone tells me that their waifu is a furry i don't know about that one man hey hey but you know peach boy riverside there is a wife there's a rabbit in there that you know i could definitely see his people's could be a people's waifu. i can see people saying that they have a waifu that's like a cat girl or like half human half something but if they tell me their waifu is from v stars that i don't know i'm gonna Beastars is a little too realistic. Yeah, it's just, but it could to- totally be taken that way, like, because she's just sexualized throughout the entire show. Anyways, okay, so th- those are my t- three, fifth to third, and then I'm going through this really quickly. But my number two is the same as your number one. It's Sakura. I hate Sakura. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm glad it's not just me in this bucket. It's just it's banished. Her character as a whole is just so bad. Or I, I just don't like it. She just doesn't develop. But we already kind of talked about it. And my number one is going to be kind of controversial. And I, I I can totally see you being like, what the hell? But my number one anti, I guess, waifu. And it's not because I hate her. I just don't like her character from the series the most. And it's it's Nagisa from Clan Ad. Wow. She's just, she's kind of weak. She's kind of useless. She is weak, but you know, uh, okay, fair. That, that, I, I guess. Out of all the Clanad arcs, she has the. I I don't know. She doesn't have much flavor to her, and then I, I'm gonna spoiler warning. If you didn't watch Clanad, stop listening to this part of the podcast. I'll give you a a skip. But the only thing that she's good for is like dying, to add to the show. To be honest, giving birth, yeah, giving birth to the star of the show, Ushio, and then she kind of just disappears from the show after that, and then she just has no flavor. And I, I just don't like her as a character that much. Wow, I mean, her her death does add a lot to the show, but it does suck to see. Maybe we have to do a list of characters that should never have died and characters that were okay with their death. <laughs> one one of these days. Yeah, it just it felt like it was coming right in Clanad where you just knew that she, at some point she was going to to die in the show, 
because of how she's portrayed and like the entirety of season one the frail the frail like character right of just her entire life being sick yeah and the problem i thought with that was that that was all she really contributed to to in the show for like emotional i don't know for the feels basically for the feels of the show this character was sacrificed but as she was sacrificed she didn't really do a whole lot i don't know Uh, she's just not my favorite but i don't necessarily think she's like a terrible character because i i do think her character you know that's just one way that life can go on where someone just passes away and you know that's that's that but she's just not my favorite out of the the five or six arcs that they they had options for all right those are my five bots and we could definitely go to your list because i i I think we had some overlap here and then we pretty much had the same reasons but i I didn't really pick like an antagonist i picked people that people i could see people choosing as their waifus and i don't like them that's fair that's fair you know i i see the nagisa i can see why you don't like her and i think if i remember correctly you're always a tomoyo fan yeah tomoyo number one maybe 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 she'll make an appearance in this in the protag in the top life potentially potentially all right here we go top of the list if you got if you're ever gonna buy me um a poster or a A mouse pad what are those things yeah mouse pads (laughs) yeah i think i want a mouse pad you know, take some references from here. Alrighty. And maybe, maybe in the interest of time, I'll just start at like the top five. Um, and if we do have time, I can go back to maybe some of the people who you know made it onto the paper, made it onto the list, just didn't make the make the top. All right. Who's your fifth place? Fifth is pretty high. Fifth is pretty high, dude. The top five was hard. Top five was definitely tough. Did you wait before we get into it? Did you add anyone that's very blatantly obvious in a lot of people's top five? Cause I actually took them out. Uh, I did. Well, yeah, of course I did. You took you kept them in. I have yeah, I have two okay. or three that are very obvious. Okay, okay. All right, fifth place. Fifth place is this one is not obvious, but in Bleach, Nelly. Nelly. Her real name is like Neliel to Oldoshvank, the the like Espada number three. She's like a kid. She's like a baby most of the time, but not that form. The adult form. I don't even remember the adult form of this. Really? All right, hold on. I'm gonna send you the link. It might be because no, I I I have the um I have the picture in front of me, but I I stopped watching Bleach at some point. Okay, so why is she your fifth? Because I, I, the adult form, I mean, just speaking from the adult form where she's like older, more mature, I don't know. I just liked her character, just always like calm, like not too loud and just like, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's loyal, but she just seemed very knowledgeable, funny, cheerful, energetic, uh, but also like a bit childish, even though like she's technically like older. I don't know. I just thought it was, it was a pretty funny pretty funny portrayal of a character that i just really enjoyed that's fair and i also hated most of the female characters in bleach they all pissed me off except nelly i think a lot of people choose is it yoroichi yeah yoroichi it was in my list not not in my top five i did put her down because i thought about it 
Yeah, I know a lot of people like her. But besides that, there aren't many other strong female char- characters, I think. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're not that interesting. I just thought Nellie's whole backstory was pretty interesting. I liked how she was portrayed and kind of came across in terms of an Espada turned protagonist and, you know, just very funny, cares about the people, her her comrades, I guess. And I don't know, just really enjoyed that. And it kind of threw me back to the Bleach days. And I remember growing up, I was like, ah, this is my favorite character in Bleach. It's OG waifu. This is probably from like 10 years ago. This is an OG waifu, yeah. For sure, this is this just held that place in my heart as an, one of the OGs. All right. And that's why it's number five. That's fair. All right, but let's go to number four. Uh, this one's obvious. Uh, Steins Gate, and it's actually Makisa Kurisu. I don't like any of the female characters in Steins Gate, but I do like her intellect and just the way she's portrayed, and I'm sure she's very high on a lot of people's list. I don't actually know if she's the most favorited female character of Steinsgate. Um, it might be Mayushi, but Makise or Kurisu, I think she's just probably the character I would feel like there's a stronger like as like forwards just because she's smart, kind of independent, does her own thing, but also cares for the main characters. And I think she just grows on you the the more the story progresses. I think when we kinda were researching all the different I guess top waifu lists or people's opinions and whatnot. Mike Sakurisu was was clearly at the top all the time because she's just a very good character in Steins Gate and definitely is. I, I don't know. She comes off kind of arrogant and ignorant at first, or not, I don't even know if ignorance is the right word, but she's like very cocky at first, and then like she just becomes a better character as the time goes on. And then in Steins Gate Zero, it almost felt like it was missing her character. Like, she was in the show, but in a different form. And it was just missing her character very much. And yeah, I could totally see why people put her at the top, too. Yeah, like, if there was a spinoff, and the way I think about it is, like, if there are spinoffs of, like, some of these characters, I would, like, definitely watch them. I think there's a bunch of OVAs. Is OVAs there's a couple OVAs with Maki say like in America and stuff but yeah but she's just she's she's in the show a lot so I don't I mean she She really is she really is and so number three uh this is the one that you know we kind of had the the quick discussion it's my favorite character but coming at number three on my wife list is Asuna and because I couldn't figure out if I had to differentiate Asuna season one versus just Asuna the character and I wanted to be fair, and I said, you know, Asuna the character is a three and has slowly been dropping because of the way she's portrayed in every sort of online. Doesn't mean she's still not my favorite character, but it just maybe it's more of an issue with Sword Art Online and how she's portrayed with every coming season. But like we said, her character's getting weaker. And, you know, I feel like she was one of the main reasons Sword Art Online was so popular not really kirito and i feel like they're just doing an injustice to her by kind of throwing her a bit into the background you know with every season yeah i don't really get what their reasoning was or what the writer's reasoning was to put asuna kind of in the backseat and maybe it's just so he could clear a way for kirito to have more interactions with other female characters but i thought in season one asuna was clearly a lot of people's favorites and 
the dynamic between Kijito and Asuma was actually what people watched for rather than what really happened in Aincrad, to be honest. And that is pretty much gone now from the storyline. And I, I don't know if that's just like a... We needed more or other characters to kind of sell and also put out merch for. <laughs> and honestly, it's just like a money play to keep the story going. I don't know. It just feels weird that they kind of just eliminated our character completely. Yeah, I, I just, it does bother me. Um, but yeah, Asuna is still like my fave, one of my favorite characters, but in terms of my waifu list. Um, and actually, it's funny because I have one poster on my wall and it's the one with Asuna, but it also has those two other females that I don't even know the name. One of them was on your list, the, the dragon girl. Yeah. And the other is that pink hair uh, Smith. Yeah. The irrelevant it's ones. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, the irrelevant. It's a shame they're also on that poster. But <laughs> at least we got Asuna up there. Close enough. All right, top two. All right, top two. Here we go. I'm gonna send you the links for these. Cause I probably don't know any of them. Uh, I think you know them. Number two, Toka Kirishima from Tokyo Ghoul, codename Rabbit. She's pretty cool. The ghoul, okay, first of all, like, let me start off by saying, I mean, for all those listening who don't know my my interests, one of them is coffee. I love coffee. And she works at a coffee shop, <laughs> which is a really dumb reason to like someone, but that's it's so bad. Cool. Just like the, the whole barista vibe. But anyways, I do like her character. She's really cool. Definitely kind of grows on you. And... I think the the worst parts were that one season where she's not in it really because uh, Ken Kaneki is like he like loses his memory and forgets all the ghoul, all the ghouls. Spoiler alert! But I think when they finally make up in in the third the third season after the uh, time skip, I mean that I think that to me is why season three was better than season two. But yeah, her character and her art, I think, are very intricate in terms of both her normal appearance as well as her appearance when she tur- when she's a ghoul. Um, I do think they put a lot of effort in portraying her character. And, you know, she kind of has that, like, love interest with the main character, but it's also not over the top, not too expressive. It's kind of just there, and, and you're almost, like, rooting for it to happen, but it's never enough that you're not sure if it is or is not going to actually happen that's kind of why i like her yeah interesting character kind of like that oh like you said arrogant a little bit sassy a little bit you know to herself and a little and pretty independent doesn't want to rely on others Um, so very strong female character and you know i think that to me is another reason that out of a lot of the female characters like i really kind of am drawn to to her the way she's portrayed yeah, she almost picks up Ken Kaneki's slack for half the show or like most of the show. So I could totally see that. Like, yeah, just her ability to protect others and care for others. Uh, whereas Ken Kaneki is a weak a lot of this, a lot of episodes. He's weak a lot of the show. Um, but she's more of that always there as the backbone. She's like that one always picking him up and, you know, holding him together. So that's kind of why I think she's got to come in at my number two. Um, if Asuna was always Aincre- or the first 12 episode Asuna, she'd probably be above Toka. But, you know, the way Toka was portrayed across the entire Tokyo Ghoul season definitely, definitely has to be placed above Asuna for me. Stupid writers of sword art. Yeah, stupid ass writers. <laughs> Messing up my list. All right. 
well, got 15 minutes here, so I'm gonna wrap this one up and then jump over to you. So coming in at number one, are you ready? I hope I know this character. You do, but I don't think you're gonna expect it because it's not a shonen. All right, is a saver? No, I would be horror. I would be so sad if it was saver. Bam! There we go. Number one. Really? Yes. Yes. Number one waifu. Kazusa Toma from White Album Two. She's in. I can see it, but I can't really see it. <laughs> Why can't you see it, dude? I I. I love it. It's like a 12 episode show and she's existent for like half of it. Okay, maybe. But I don't know. I've watched them too like four times. That's fair. I just really like the the solo life she lives. It just kind of does her own thing and YOLOs and leaves. It's like, it's like peace. Like I'm going to go, I got to go do my own thing in life. But like, I'm also going to, I don't know, just be that big presence in the show. And, and you know, like. That, lo- that love entrance right there is so much better than Setsuna. Like, Setsuna is just someone I would just... I'm just like, ah, oh, this person sucks. Setsuna's honest. Setsuna probably should have made a garbage list because Setsuna's honestly so annoying. Like, get out of this show. You're And, and maybe this is one of those things where people are going to hate me because I feel like Setsuna ruins the ship that I have of uh, the main two, the main... Uh, I don't even know the main guy. Haruki? Yeah. Haruki? I don't know. I just know it ruin, ruining Toma's vibe, you know? And, you know, maybe that's that's going to deserve some hate. People are going to be like, oh, you just don't like her because uh, Setsuna, she ruined Setsuna's uh, set, like, relationship and stuff. But, man, Toma's an OG. I love it. I love her. You're totally Gotta a masochist. Come at my number one. You're definitely a masochist because this guy just leaves the dude stranded. It's badass, bro. That's what it is. Does what she wants. She's... And it, she's way better than Setsuna for sure, but she's like, I, I don't know. Like, if I got married to her, is she just gonna just abandon me, <laughs> point blank? That's the vibes I get. <laughs> hmm. Nah, nah, nah. She'd be too badass. It'd be dope. She's also like way too better, or like way too good for everyone's sake. It's like she's obviously going to be the better one in the relationship. I think. Oh, are we talking about Setsuna or Toma? Toma. Like Toma is clearly oh. the better one in any relationship. No matter what she who she dated, she would have definitely been like the cooler one. Oh yeah. I mean, she's got that cold to herself personality. I don't know. I think to me that just I like the way she was portrayed and she kind of got what she wanted and just went out and got it. Pretty funny. I I knew this one wasn't expected. I thought about this one a lot. If, if it's gonna be that high up and i was like you know i've seen this four episodes four times for for her so gotta put it up there <laughs> wait so in this bio that you sent me like it says in her true ending she becomes the wife of haruki kitahara making her kazusa kitahara but th- does that just mean that if you chose her arc in the visual novel then they get married or is there actually like a clear ending in boy album too there, there's no true ending, right? They never had an OVA. Well, I think it's based off... It would of, have to be the light novel, right? Or the visual novel. It has to be based off the visual novel, I think. Uh, I was like, oh, yes. Thank goodness she got married to Haruki instead of Setsuna. Because Kazusa's true ending is... Uh, oh, yeah. Setsuna has the same thing where it says her true ending, she gets married to Haruki. So it's, it's literally just the visual novel choice. Kazusa's true ending is tragic. 
Are you reading it? All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's uh cancels his marriage. Uh, uh, Haruki cancels his marriage to Setsuna Ogisa, marries Kazusa, and then Setsuna tries to kill herself. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got dark. What? And then the damage was not serious, and she failed. So they left, got married in secret, and alienated Setsuna. This is a tragedy. Wow. <laughs> that's that's dark, man. This visual novel just sounds depressing AF. <laughs> that is that is dark. Alright, now I kind of feel bad for Setsuna. Yeah, alright. That was that was dark. Well anyways, that's my number one. So Alright, alright. Just let's, uh, uh hopefully um everything's good. Cause this is a dark character. Go into your top five. Let's uh pick it up. All right, all right. Let's cheer us up. All right, I got I got my presentation again because I'm so lit. All right, this the good side. I called it why war because everyone wants to have war over their waifus, and this stands for your waifus aren't real because mine are better. <laughs> all right, he's calling everyone out right now. Yes, clearly, I'm just kidding. Let's see who wins. Be- before I think I already know who's in here. My number one is like clear. It's it's very clear who my number one is. So it's it's basically what makes up the the rest of the five. But in fifth place, I have the complete opposite of your fourth place. I think. Or wait, before I go into fifth place, I have honorable mention, and that's because you don't watch these shows, or like you didn't watch Bakemonogatari and Senjo Gahara from Bakemonogatari is like number one bay, but. It's just you don't watch the show, so I don't want to talk about it. And then my Sakurajima Mai from Bunny Girls Empire. What? She didn't in the top five? I I totally put her down as, as someone in, in your No, top she's five. for sure in my top five, but I didn't want to put her in because it's very blatantly obvious that she's in everyone's like top five. True. So true. I was just like, what am I gonna talk about? How good Mai is? Everyone knows how good Mai is. So I kept Senjo Gahara and Mai out of my top list because of that. And then, so I started my number fifth place with Mayushi because I I personally like Mayushi more than I like Makise Kurisu. And that kind of goes hand in hand with this tragic liking or taste for this like third party supporting character simp squad syndrome that I have where I always liked the non main character. And it's a kind of a tragedy, to be honest with you. The underdog? The underdog of the relationship? Yeah, I always like the underdog of the relationship. And that's just how it goes. And that's going to be the trend throughout this entire top five. But Maishi is like just one of my favorite characters. Just based off of how she's voice acted by Hanazawa Okana. Which, you know, I, I tried my best to not put all five Hanazawa Okana characters here. But yeah, she's like one of my favorite. And then... Kurisu is cool, but she's just like too cool. <laughs> Mai, she's very positive. So, you know, a lot of upbeat. You can't be mad at her character. She's never really annoying. And the the do 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 thing is, is kind of catchy. Yeah, the do 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 thing is, is the best. And then uh, I, I think her character in Zero is just one of her, the most important characters because she's the one that kind of supports Okabe after Makise's passing. So. Um, I kind of like the dynamic there in terms of how she supported him. And Makisa Kurisu was basically a robot the entire time. All right, so that's my fifth. 
My number four is Luca Sadashina. And this is my D-Gen pick. This is from Rent-A-Girlfriend. And she's like blatantly not the main Rent-A-Girlfriend person too. And then her character is basically like she is the fake girlfriend to the main character. While the main character likes the other main girl. And then she basically just gets like thrown to the side to be honest. Because she's just there to be there. And I don't know what it is, but these characters, these these uh, supporting characters, something about them. Something about them. You know, I just got to get rooting for them. Yeah, this is definitely my D-Gen pick, though, because I just like her character just because I like it. And I have no, like, thought or reasoning for it. It's okay. My D-Gen pick ruined relationships. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Forced a divorce and then almost committed suicide. All right. So that's my DJ pick at four. And then number three, I don't think you know as well, is also a supporting character in Sakura So. Her name's Aoyama Nanami. And there, she's obviously not the main love interest, too. And she's clearly not the main female character. But she's like the, like the try hard. I'm gonna kind of like Toma, where she's like, I'm gonna like chase after my dreams and like do what i want to do but at the same time it's like completely in love with like the main character and it's like supporting the main character the entire time so she's like best girl for sure and then the main character in the show is like completely useless all right those are my three and then number two is you've watched this show before i don't know if you watched the ending to it but this is my opinions on this second place character completely changed in the last season of the show. And that's uh, Yui Gahama Yui from My Team Romantic Comedy Snafu. I knew it. I put it on, I put it on, your, on your list. <laughs> I knew it. I like Yukinon like the entire show until the end of the show. And I don't like Yukinon. And I don't know if that's because Yui got like, the bad end of the I stick. put Yukino on, on the possible on your possible uh bottom of the bucket list. Yeah, I, I actually liked Yukino a lot. Like Yukino and Mai kind of have like the same vibes, and there's always that like kind of dark haired, super calm, kind of like Toma, like dark haired, super calm character. And the opposite side of the spectrum is like the the like energetic, light haired character that kind of craves attention is very insecure etc and that's what yui is and that's what setsuna is to be honest too and why of them too too but i don't know her character just it just picks you up right yeah i mean she does that what is that thing yeah hello yeah, or something yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah definitely it's the yahoos that get you right i think i think i see a trend here you like people who have that unique uh unique unique phrase i also yeah i don't know it's just something about the character like the more the thing with yui was that unlike setsuna she has like very clear reasons for why she acts and that might be just because like my team romantic comedy had longer run and like explains her character way better so i just enjoyed that side of the story more but i know like like yukino is like a lot of people's favorite favorites i always gotta pick the underdog though it's just in my blood. All right. But now, now that I got all the underdogs out the way, my number one is like completely out of left field. But it's it's Shinobu Kocho from Demon Slayer. And it's like the same. Of course. 
Of course. It's the same reason that you um don't like Rachel from Tower of God. We both know how the story goes for Demon Slayer because we both read the story. And I think Shinobu's character is just prime. Also, her character design is just like god tier with all the small accents. Like her, it's, it's not cape. I don't even know what it's called, but like almost her like doctor gown has like pink accents. But her, her butterfly gown, yeah. Yeah, her butterfly gown has pink accents on the side, has all like the, the wrinkle looking, earthquake shattering things that butterfly wings have. Also, her hair is like slightly purple. And then her like ability is just sick. It's like she's just good because she's smart. She's not like ridiculously OP. It's just prime, prime character, but also completely swayed by the fact that I also know what what happens in the Demon Slayer manga. You know what's funny is I feel like they took what Shino was from Naruto, like the insect guy, and said this guy is portrayed as like grotesque. What if we do the opposite? Portray her as like amazing. Yeah, it's like she's more elegant. And yeah, she knows the complete opposite. But usually the insect character is like completely disgusting. And then Shinobu is just very elegant, very calm. And I, I kind of like her humor too. It's it's like, I don't know what it is. It's, it's kind of sadistic. Sarcastic. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah, yeah. Sadistic, sarcastic pokes fun kind of humor also the voice acting on shinobu is just prime too it's just it fits the character super well so yeah everything about shinobu is just like bay we all know we're maskists out here since we work corporate jobs and work 60 hour weeks yeah need more time out of the office apparently but that's my list i have a clear theme (laughs) and problem I like it. I like it. I, I thought Mai would have been up there with Yui. Um, I also thought Tomoyo was going to be up there. but Tomoyo and Mai, or Tomoyo was like right out of the five, I think. And then Mai was, Mai is clearly in my top five. But she's just, she's just too good where everyone knows she's good. So I don't need to say why she's good. That, that, that was the only reason why I left her out. Because I just know that everyone knows. Everyone loves them. They get a, They have a lot of love out there already. So I, I think, you know, Changing it up, maybe showing some light, showing some love around to some of those lesser known people. It's always a good thing. Yeah, gotta shout out all my supporting bays who never get the the main character's love in the end. Who just and they keep trying, they keep trying. It's it's the most painful thing to watch because every every show I'm just like, all right, there's a chance, there's a chance I could swing, but it never swings, never happens. One one of my honorable mention waifus isn't even alive at the end. That is tragic. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was a pretty fun episode. I'm pretty sure people disagree with my top five and my bottom five, but you know what? It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, everyone has their pick. There's obviously very popular ones. I think Mai is one of them. I also think like Zero Two from Darling of the Franks is another one that's clearly on everyone's top list. And also, Amelia from ReZero and Rem. Like, those are very popular, so... Yeah, especially right now. And maybe I need to watch uh, Zero 2, because I have no idea who this woman is. I, I don't know 
anything about her either. But I know for a fact that a lot of people just think she's big because I, I didn't watch Darling in the Franks either. But I, I feel like I should have watched this show just because Zero Two is so high on everyone's list. All right. Well, that wraps up the waifu episode. But any closing thoughts from you slash anything that was cool from summer 2021 or is it still a tragedy? Um, you know, I just watched the last episode of Remake Our Life yesterday. It was very... This could go bad. This could this could take a turn for the worst. Oh, no. I'm not sure where we're going from here. I haven't watched it. After they did that recap episode, I was just like, all right. <laughs> I think we might have walked off a cliff. I hope we have parachutes. Summer 2021 has just ended up being one of the most tragic seasons of anime, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe we'll have to get into that one of these episodes. Yeah. Maybe as we get towards the end. We just need to watch everything and just bash everything. Roast them to the ground. All right, well, hopefully summer 2021 gets better. Hopefully we find some new waifus, the new Demon Slayer is coming out. So I'm obviously excited for that. You know, that's another episode in the books. I don't know what we have planned for the next episode, actually. But, you know, I'm sure we'll think of something. So all right sounds good all right well it was great hearing your list and uh i'm sure it's gonna get updated at some point but all right i'm just hoping that no one hates us for putting their waifu on the bottom tier list that wraps it up for me all right see you guys all next week we booze all right see you guys next week